Thank you for tuning in and spending your precious time with me. If you don't already know me, my name is Janya Wongsopa. I am an evolutionary astrology student and embodiment teacher and a soul guide. And I am here as a friendly spirit that connects and supports the web of my community spirit and that includes you so thanks again for tuning into my soul frequencies for today soul tending message this is an astrology forecast for monday june 6 to sunday june 12th of 2022 How was your new moon experience last week? I have just personally found that soul evolution works in a mysterious way. When the foundational work of healthy physical routines and contemplative practices are in place, there is a slow revelation of the emotional shadow that can lead to a quick breakdown and spontaneous breakthrough. This leads to an upgrade of consciousness that isn't just a different shift in perspective. It's an actual change in emotional state that reflects greater physical well-being and relationship harmony. What I mean by that is the investment you put into your self-love, self-understanding, and self-forgiveness leads to your capacity to receive more fully your life journey and the love and abundance that it brings. I have had this long-held emotional pattern of withholding affection as a way to protect my emotional body. As a child, I felt neglected and abandoned by my parents, and that feeling drove me in the past to abandon physically those whom I loved the most. It was also the feeling that has kept me alienated from the core of who I am, which is the well of forgiveness and unconditional love. It's actually really natural for me to forgive, let go, and let in the divine. It truly is easy for me to experience my divinity because I have had many chances of being alone and surviving loneliness. In fact, aloneness has always been the space that I can feel myself more deeply as wholeness, as spirit. Yet that belief that I was abandoned by my parents kept me from fully embrace my natural need to be alone. All kinds of codependent behaviors ensued from the fear of being abandoned. It's a cosmic joke really because I am most creatively and radiantly myself when I am alone, yet I am also most able to express myself as unconditional love when I am physically interacting or 
in relationships with others. And because everything works in polarity like this, so in order for me to fully express myself as unconditional love, I need to be in a relationship. But in order to fully know myself as a being who is already whole and already completely loved, I need to be able to enjoy being alone. So I have shared in the past that my deepest trauma is childhood abandonment. And I have also said, especially in the last podcast episode, that so evolution isn't about getting rid of trauma and triggers. It's about living with them in ways that allow for deeper understanding, compassion, and connection. If your healing work and self-care lead to your having to constantly flee from your relationships, most likely the healing and the care are occurring at the superficial level or temporarily. They need to be elevated to earnest daily contemplative rituals and not just occasional mindless feel-good sessions. So deep transformation is at the level of depth psychology and because this is where the unconscious and subconscious exist, the transformation comes through in a mysterious or unconscious or spiritual way. No real depth psychologist or evolutionary astrologer can guarantee you exactly when, how, and where your emotional healing will occur. It can take years or minutes of contemplation for one to be done with their own mind game and decide that they no longer need to arm themselves with dysfunctional coping strategies. Dysfunctional coping that worked effectively when you were a child no longer works for you as an adult. A tantrum in all of its expressions is unacceptable in adult relationships because you are now responsible for parenting your inner child. No partner, teacher, therapist, or even your own parents is responsible for your emotional safety. And that was exactly what I found to be true, not just intellectually, but at the gut level. I had energetically removed a huge layer of pain body during the solar eclipse in Scorpio leading up to the last new moon. Here's what went down. I had my own little episode of breakdown, which was consistent with many, many breakdowns I had in the past, which had helped me remove small layers of somatic tension. 
This time, like all the other times, I got in an emotional fight with my partner serendipitously while I was watching the lunar eclipse in Scorpio. The exact moment was after I told my partner how amazing the moon looked. After I went outside to stand in the dark and fully appreciate the beauty of the moon, my partner decided to join. He turned on the electrical light so he could see his way to me, and the light was right above my head. I snapped and told him to turn it off, visibly irritated. My reaction upset my partner, and he went back to bed instead of joining me. For the next week and a half, we were in an emotional war zone, where I relived my childhood trauma through emotional withdrawal and became as cold and disengaging as possible. He, in turn, mirrored my emotional strategy. It was deeply misaligned experience, and both of us suffered. Greatly, my partner and I had gone through many episodes like this in the past. I had gone through many more episodes with even bitter sensations with my ex-partner, but this one was different. I knew it. Deep in my gut, my body literally told me that it no longer wanted to feel the tension in the body and the pain in the heart that it had felt since I was in my mother's womb. So I decided it was time to break through. The somatic body was finally ready to release the fear and pain held in the body tissues and replaced it with sensual pleasures, relaxation, and love. The fear and its gripping tension is no longer vibrating at the same frequencies my soulful body desires. My body. Is now experiencing a more balanced and pleasurable vibration of the five brainwave frequencies, which now express more easeful alpha frequencies and more contemplative theta frequencies and less beta frequencies than in the past. The vibration is reflected in the behavioral changes. Instead of withdrawing affection, I am now, after fifteen years of deep dive into contemplative work through yoga, shamanic dream journey, and various divination practices, including、uh, the deep dive into astrology in the last three years. I am now more than ever. Able to respond affectionately to my partner, family, and friends, which in turns allow me to maintain the overall frequencies of higher 
body brain pleasures now this doesn't mean that the trauma is completely gone or that i am no longer triggered it simply means that the length of time and the frequency of the dysfunctional coping reaction are lessened and i am now ready for the next unconscious pain layer in the soma to be revealed and replaced by more love and bliss my natal moon is in scorpio it relates to the deeply fixed or habitual emotional pattern it conjuncts the current south node in scorpio which relates to the collective emotional trauma and power imbalance that need to end now in order for the personal and collective souls to evolve toward the new psychophysical experience via the current north node in Taurus. This was the exact transmission that I received right before the new moon in Gemini last Monday. I reached out to my partner and we had a mature conversation about why we felt and how we reacted to our feelings. Scorpio energy invites us to dive deep into the unconscious emotional motivation by asking why. It's how we can uncover the fear and bring it up from the underworld to be seen by the light of love and transform it into emotional safety and physical pleasure that is Taurus. My physical and energetic health depends on the love I feel for other human beings, especially my partner and my family. I could not physically stand the feeling of coldness, frigidity, and lack of love during my lunar eclipse in Scorpio breakdown. So at the gut or physical or instinctual level, the feeling had to leave my body. In order for that to take place, I had to replace it with physical relaxation and pleasures through functional behaviors which required behavioral changes and appropriate physical responses. So basically, I had to abandon my coping strategy and consciously make an effort to uh, reach out and heal. Emotional breakdowns are parts of the soul evolution. They lead to physical breakthroughs which push the soul to move past its limited awareness and embrace greater consciousness and vice versa. A soul that is operating at more fluid emotional frequencies cannot live in a body that is filled with dense somatic pain or the mind that is full of heavy dark thoughts. If you need a guide who can support you through your contemplative work to transform your pain body into bliss 
body, I will be honored to assist you. The earthly and heavenly bodies are my guides and allies, and I can share with you how you can collaborate with your body, the planets, and stars to break down dysfunctional patterns and bring about mental, emotional, and physical breakthroughs. This week's astrological weather has a significant potential to energetically break down stuck belief system that is in the way of physical and social progress, especially through relationship disharmony and financial insecurity if you are ready to collaborate with the heavenly guides. So let us explore the overall elemental patterns of this week's astrology and how to weather the storm and even lightning of the current personal and collective life conditions. Besides the moons, there are very few exact planetary aspects this week. This week's astrology feels quieter and calmer, but it doesn't mean that none of us is feeling intensely challenged. In fact, Saturn is within an orb of squaring the moon's nodes throughout this year. Saturn formed an exact T-square to the north node in Taurus and the south node in Scorpio back on April 11th. The ongoing square between Saturn in Aquarius and the lunar nodal axis correlates with burdensome social issues which have the power to catalyze individuals' soul evolutions. Through imbalanced relationship dynamics, inner versus outer authorities and financial hardships, some of us are finding ways to live a more sovereign and empowered lives. In addition, Pluto in Capricorn is within an orb of trining Neptune in Pisces since 2019 and will continue throughout this year and next year. Those of us who have been practicing spiritual contemplation and conscious physical relaxation since then are now experiencing the fruit of the practice. While Saturn's work is arduous to the body and soul, we can find some solace in our emotional capacity to transcend and connect to the divine. Contemplative life is the answer to this time of rapid environmental and social disintegration. Reclaiming our spiritual center allows us to accept our physical limitations and transcend our psychological limitations. Pluto trine Neptune is a dream space to receive insights and solutions for improving our personal and collective physical and social conditions. 
If this week feels punishing for some of us, it's time to allow emotional barrier to break down in order to realize the psychophysical breakthrough. Take the time to cultivate the moon's health, which encompasses physical and emotional well-being through self-care and self-love as ways to connect to the divine this week. They will support the process of breaking down fixed emotional patterns in the soma, in the body. The Greek word soma means body. In Vedic Sanskrit, soma means distillation in the context of rituals. Rituals are physical actions done with regularity. It is no different from how the bodily organs and cells function. Their actions occur ritually. The body functions best in regular rhythms, much like the movements of the sun and moon. Breaking down a long-term unconscious emotional habit that hold the pain in the bodily tissues requires regularly or ritually giving the body physical pleasures until they are drenched in the soma and eventually replace the pain. The moon relates to daily physical habits, routines, and rituals. While there are only three exact aspects of the other planets this week, the moon always makes several exact aspects each week and often more than one exact aspect a day. The moon's motion relates to our daily emotional fluctuation. The moon is integral to the movement and gravity of the earth, which is in a cohesive motion with all the other planets and stars in the cosmos. We are made of stardust. We are holographic frequencies, light and sound. The moon isn't making us feel something. The planets aren't influencing us in particular ways. The moon cycle and all the patterns in the heaven have a direct correspondence to emergent life because everything is literally entangled with everything else at a quantum level. We exist together as one. So when we can observe the heavenly patterns, we can also correlate them to our energetic, vibrational, and luminous patterns within the body and mind. In addition, when we know that our existence feels inhospitable, we can motion or vibrate differently at the emotional level to shift our entire existence into friendlier cosmos. The physical rituals and contemplative spaces they provide 
offer us regular physical relaxation and emotional pleasure. Without healthy regular habits, is like without the moon's regular waxing and waning cycles, the body would break down. The earth would not exist the way it does. Somatic pleasures are integral to our existence. They support physical longevity that allows for energetic and physical breakthrough and so evolution, from alienation to wholeness, from confusion to clarity and purpose, and from limiting fear to unconditional love. With the quieter planetary energies this week, we are invited to process what we have felt during the past three weeks. If you have been experiencing emotional intensity, you may find that this week feels a bit like a downtime or even a standstill. Enjoy the spaciousness. Saturn is in their retrograde phase from June 4th to October 22nd this year. This is the last time Saturn will retrograde in Aquarius for the next 28 years. So there is a deep work here in the final decan of Aquarius that Saturn needs to accomplish. Saturn relates to the inner and outer authorities. In Aquarius, Saturn wants to build a more progressive social structures that support individuals' inner authority. And this is deeply um, physical work. It's very challenging to accomplish. Saturn is all about hardship, but it is also about real physical reward when we take the responsibility to do the necessary work. Besides Saturn, the moon, and their nodal axis, this week's biggest planetary energy is Venus conjoining Uranus in the fixed Earth sign, Taurus. Venus conjunct Uranus in Taurus is an archetype of a physical breakthrough. Yet, the active planets, Venus, Uranus, and Mercury, as well as the North Node, are all in the Earth sign, Taurus, and naturally trining Pluto in the Earth sign as well of Capricorn. This indicates that the breakdown process is ongoing, it's slow and gradual. If we have been bit by bit replacing painful dysfunctional emotional patterns with conscious contemplation, relaxation, and sensual pleasures over the years since Pluto went into Capricorn on November 27 of 2008, this week can bring a big breakthrough to our emotional and social spheres. 
Now, let's take a closer look at the active conversations the planets are making throughout this week and how we might apply what we learn from them to our lives. On Monday, June 6, Sun in 16 degree Gemini, sextile Chiron in 16 degree Aries at 1.44 a.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. Sun in Gemini expresses creativity through communication and collaboration. Mercury, the ruler of Gemini, is still in the slow and steady sign Taurus and just came out of the retrograde phase, yet still in the retrograde shadow until next week. This means that the personal creative expression is somewhat confined to the psyche and not yet ready to be launched into the world. Chiron transits through Aries from 2018 to 2027. It's a long transit. The journey correlates to our need for healing our core sense of self and develop a healthy ego that is neither too self-centered or selfish, nor too selfless or codependent. Chiron in Aries supports the inward journey of Sun, the archetype of willpower or strong ego, to align the mind with the heartfelt desire in order to move forward with confidence and leadership when the timing is right. Right now is the time to receive more information and reconnect with what truly brings joy and freedom before committing to a new collaborative project. Mars, the ruler of Aries, just completed its 12-year cycle with Jupiter on May 29th. Now, the two planets are in a brand new cycle for the next 12 years. Jupiter supports and expands whatever Mars is working on. Whatever you begin now or in the near future will be how you spend the next 12 years working on. Make sure it's not something that will break down easily. Take this time to sit back, relax, do your contemplative work to connect to your gut and heart. Allow the breakthrough information and insights from deep within to come to you now so you can integrate them into the foundational plan for your new and worthwhile project that deserves your sustained attention and effort. On Venus Day, Friday, June 10th, Mercury in 28 degree Taurus, trine Pluto retrograde in 28 degree Capricorn at 2.22 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. At the big picture or so deep perspective, Mercury is within an orb of squaring Saturn retrograde in Aquarius. 
there is a sense of standing still and waiting for more information to come through before moving forward with new plans and implementations. In addition, Saturn is within an orb of squaring the soul's mode of operation represented by the nodal axis of the moon in Taurus and Scorpio. These square aspects affect how Mercury, the mind, is learning as well as how Pluto, the soul, is evolving. Mercury in Taurus correlates to the mind's need to learn the lessons about self-reliance, core values, and true financial or material stability that supports physical survival. The trine aspect to Pluto retrograde in Capricorn supports Mercury the mental capacity to better understand personal financial material conditions through the current socioeconomic inequality due to the oppressive patriarchal system the majority of the collective has been forced to live under. Capricorn relates to patriarchy, traditions, authority, responsibility, business, and career. While Pluto is retrograding in Capricorn this year from April 29th to October 8th, this is the time of deep emotional and physical transformation through the breakdowns of social structures. For most of us, Pluto in Capricorn is not a pleasant ride, but a necessary journey to reach a real breakthrough. You can count on Pluto to deliver a necessary transformation for the collective soul evolution. Allow the societal breakdowns to bring a deeper understanding to your physical needs and sensual nature or Mercury in Taurus. Remember that the Renaissance period came after the fall of feudalism. In time of collective suffering, your personal capacity for giving and receiving compassion expands. In time of social destruction, there is a rise in creative and artistic collaboration. So allow the painful gradual societal breakdowns to inspire your mental, emotional, and physical breakthroughs. This aspect shows that you can live your most creative life and contribute more to others' well-being in the midst of great social upheavals and sufferings that naturally lead to deeper peace and joy. On Saturn Day, June 11th, Venus in 17 degree Taurus conjunct Uranus in 17 degree Taurus at 3.57 p.m. Pacific Daylight Saving Time. This is the biggest energy, planetary energy for the week. 
Venus is at home in Earth Eve Taurus, where they can fully feel and express their beauty, love, and abundance. The conjunct aspect to Uranus brings a surprise element, which can either be gentle and gradual. Or abrupt and earth-shattering, depending on what you have been building in the realm of Taurus, which relates to your relationship with Earth Mother, that gives rise to your core values. If you have been forgetting your roots and treating material bodies, including your own, unkindly, Uranus in Taurus is the recorrective force of breakdown. That delivers the necessary breakthrough. What does it take for a human to respect their mother? And because we have been disrespecting our Earth Mother for so long, the breakdown is really, really happening right now, and it is hard, but it is. Completely necessary again for the breakthrough to take place. Venus in Taurus is the archetype of personal values. Uranus in Taurus is the archetype of collective human values. When the society that you live in values matters based on objectification. All bodies on Earth and beyond become soulless and unfeeling, and when you have been conditioned since before birth to quantify and objectify your body and every other bodies around you, you become numbed to your own feelings and cannot connect to the feelings of others, no matter how many beings are around you. The society has taught you that if you want to feel valuable, you need to own more things. Uranus in Taurus is here to mentally and physically break down that consensus. Uranus in Taurus break downs financial security, food security, land security, and body security. These breakdowns have been happening, yet the job market or human productivity and the consumer market or, or human consumption are currently strong in the U.S. Somehow, this is seen to be positive by the collective, when in fact, high productivity and high consumption can only lead to complete exhaustion in human and earth resources. Something has to give. That something has been the collective body. Or Mother Earth, but when the body breakdowns and the Earth Mother has no more to give, something else has to collapse. Uranus in Taurus represents the collective physical trauma that evolves how your mind relate to your body as it breaks down the chains of the impenetrable systems of wealth. The body revolution, or 
the Uranus in Taurus breaks through, brings integration to the individual's root chakra and heals the collective wound of low self-worth. When the Venus in Taurus archetype in your psyche is healed, you feel, and that is feel with the capital F, you feel inherent beauty and wealth in all beings, including yourself. Those of us still stuck in the consensus mindset of body objectification will be shaken to the core as the market value of things reaches the new low. Before the breakthrough, you must allow room and space for the breakdown. When it comes to your root chakra and your core worth, nobody can inform you about what you are made of and how invaluable you are. As Walt Whitman stated so beautifully, quote, Re-examine all you have been told. Dismiss what insults your soul. Unquote. Thank you for meditating on the planetary energies with me. I hope this week gives you the time and space you need to transition for those of you living in the Northern Hemisphere from spring to summer. Gemini season or the end of spring will conclude on the summer solstice this coming June 21st. This season is normally the time to connect and collaborate with helpful friends However, the heavenly bodies are gently beckoning you to root deep into your body, gut instincts and somatic pleasures to find true wealth so you can have something real and long-lasting to share with others. May you receive fully 